You're listening to The Peak Podcast with me, Christina Rumi. We're having real, intimate conversations about the interconnectedness of life. Join us as we discuss big topics like intuition, personal mastery, and emotional wellness, and why they matter for you. I'm so excited to have you here for another season. This season, we're going really deep on the topic of procrastination and how to quit procrastinating once and for all. I'm speaking specifically to people not only who identify as procrastinators, but also those people who have trouble finishing projects, or maybe you even have trouble starting projects. This is your new home, so welcome. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Peak Podcast. It is week four of social quarantine, and I am in my one-bedroom apartment with one of my very best friends. We decided to do social distancing together, which has been a really, really welcome reprieve from the world. We have a lot of humor, a lot of jokes to get us through this crazy time. So we are working a lot. We're cooking a lot enjoying each other's company, watching Tiger King. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, I hope that you're also doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, and staying as connected as you can be, and also disconnecting when you need to be. So just a heads up, my friend might answer a few questions here and there. You guys have actually heard her on another podcast episode, which was the episode about my sexual assault. So if you haven't listened to that one and you're up for something pretty heavy, go ahead and listen to that episode, and then you'll hear her Kiwi accent just pop in intermittently on this episode. So we are back on the podcast with season three. It's been a long time coming, and I really wanted to make sure that season three was themed. And so this theme that has been cropping up over and over and over with my clients has been procrastination. So I've really, really zoned in on working with people who identify as procrastinators who feel like they've tried everything to stop procrastinating once and for all. But what I always convey to my clients and what I want to convey to you as well is that stopping procrastination is not a question of willpower And it's not a question of you being lazy or unmotivated or incapable. You just don't understand your brain yet. So once you can fully understand why you've been procrastinating, that's when you can start to overcome it with what I call my new five-step procrastination elimination framework. I'll be introducing all of that to you here in season three, which is all about procrastination. So I'm really excited. And I wanted to dive in today by just doing an overview of the concept of procrastination what it really means, what it is, what it isn't, and then answering some of the most frequently asked questions. So here's why procrastination has become such a focal point in my coaching. I started seeing with my clients that it is such a source of guilt and embarrassment and shame and insecurity, but it doesn't have to be. So I like to make the point that you procrastinating is not a moral consideration. It is just an action that's driven by a feeling, and that feeling is created by a thought. So there is nothing inherently wrong about procrastinating. It's just likely an action that you don't want to be taking. So we already have a question from the peanut gallery, aka my friend. She's not going to come on the mic, but her question is, is procrastination inherently bad or is there ever a purpose to it? And I want to answer that in two different ways. No, it is not inherently bad. It is just an action. And yes, it actually does serve a purpose. Love that question. Thank you, Stacey. 
Procrastination's purpose is actually one of the things that I'm covering really in depth in my new course, Half Finished to Done. And it's all about how procrastination has actually served us so well in our lives to keep us safe. So if you think of procrastination as a way to avoid fear or rejection or pain or insecurity or boredom, then yes, procrastination for sure has a purpose and it has often served its purpose. I just said purpose purpose (laughs) very well in clients' lives. So what I see so many of my clients do is they're so mad at their past self for procrastinating. And they think thoughts like, past me, screwed present me. Or they think thoughts like, if I had just not procrastinated, I'd be so much further along. And what I always point out is that Fighting against your past reality gets you nowhere. And in fact, it keeps you stuck in the cycle of shame and guilt and embarrassment, which is what got you here in the first place. So all that we have to do in order to solve that, it's very simple, but it's very challenging, is that you have to understand the cycle that you've been caught in in order to understand how to escape that same cycle. But I think that the other part of the question really goes to this idea that We should not be calling things procrastination unless they're truly procrastination. And in order to really understand that, we have to define what procrastination is. So in my world, procrastination is putting off an activity that you either previously scheduled or that you feel like you really should be doing in that moment. You're putting it off and not intentionally. So the emphasis is really on the intentional decision. I want to give a quick example of this in practice. I have a guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. And one of my friends sent me a message and she said, hey, I'm so excited to dig into your guide in two weeks once this part of my sabbatical is over. So I love that she made an intentional decision to not use my guide right away. She just wanted to relax. She wanted to binge watch Netflix. She wanted to chill. But she knows that she'll be able to address the challenge of focus in two weeks when she's ready. So that intentionality is super important here. So if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, that's not inherently procrastination. That could be an intentional decision, but make sure that in any given moment, you're making an active choice. Now I want to look at the flip side. So definitely don't call things procrastination if you've made an active decision to postpone them. But we also don't call things procrastination that actually are procrastinating. So the three biggest areas that I see my clients procrastinate in that they don't think is procrastination, decision-making, so drawing that out, hemming and hawing, and really always being stuck in information-gathering mode. That's one. Two is confusion, which looks like I don't know what to do next. And then the third is overwhelm, which is indulging in this feeling of having so much going on in your mind and not actually being able to sort and prioritize. That is another form of procrastination that we often overlook. The other thing that I'm going to cover in depth in this season is the idea of the difference between half finishers, so people who haven't finished their projects or historically don't finish their projects, versus procrastinators. And I want you to understand this. People who procrastinate aren't necessarily half finishers but all half finishers are procrastinators. So again, not all procrastinators are half finishers. So someone could procrastinate but finish their projects, but all half finishers are procrastinators. So I'm gonna be speaking to procrastinators in general, 
but specifically to that crowd of people who feels like they either have tons of projects that they've put on the back burner, they've gotten halfway done or 80% done, 90% done, or they might be in that first 5% of projects where they even have trouble starting. So that's who I'm going to really hone in on on this season. Now, you've heard me talk about this in other episodes of the podcast, and you heard me mention it super briefly in the beginning of this episode as well. But I want to drill down on the idea that procrastination is an action that's driven by a feeling. Now, procrastination is going to be driven by different feelings for different people. The most common emotions that I see driving procrastination are shame, insecurity, boredom, overwhelm, and inadequacy. So for you, you might have a go-to feeling that you hate feeling, and that's what leads you to procrastinate. We will dig in and we will find that emotion. If you haven't yet pinpointed it, I promise you that I have resources coming your way in this season that are going to help you truly understand yourself and the feelings that are driving the procrastination in your life. In between seasons, I've been coaching so many clients on this idea of procrastination, but I've also been taking all of those insights and turning them into really usable frameworks for you. So that means that throughout this season, I'm going to present you with these concepts that you're going to be able to take and apply in your own life. So just a quick teaser on some of the things that are coming your way. I'm going to introduce you to the idea of the productivity power zone. And that's the idea that there's only four levers that we ever need to understand and tweak in order to be super effective productivity geniuses in our lives. I'm going to introduce you to what I'm tentatively calling the pie procrastination framework, which is the idea that people procrastinate fundamentally for one or more of three reasons. I'm going to help you understand what your procrastination personality is and how to take those insights and apply them immediately in your life in order to change the way that you show up every single day in all areas of your life. And lastly, I'm going to introduce you to the five-step procrastination elimination framework. So this is a five-step process. It's a framework, which means that there's structure, but within that, you're going to have so much freedom and flexibility in order to truly understand procrastination, eliminate it, and move forward with your life in order to create the results that you want. Those are a lot of really big promises for you, but that's why it's taken me this time to get season three out into the world is I wanted to make sure that it was completely solidified, that I have the insights needed to truly change your life in terms of procrastination. So I am so excited. Buckle up, frameworks, analogies, It's all so exciting. It's all coming your way in season three, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Peak Podcast. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. The next best step after that is to head to peakcoaching.co slash deepworkstate, which is where you can grab the guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. And that is your entry point to all things peak coaching. I am so excited to see you inside. Have a great one.